I'm so sore, unbelievably sore. Oh, that's Even your fault. When I giggle, it hurts my side so <laughs> much because we went to Phillip Island on Sunday to catch up with your sister and mm. her family. And I went out with the with the boys to play some cricket and some footy. And I haven't done that in a very long time. And both my sides are quite, quite fatigued and sore at the moment. So. Isn't that a good thing? Because now you know where you need to work on. It's just one of those when you're not used to a certain activity, you're going to be <laughs> sore the next morning, right? Yeah. Or in my case, this the the next morning and the morning after that, mm-hmm. and probably the morning after that, it'll probably take. I think like you'll be hours. all right because you get a physical job, so you just keep moving. It was excruciating yesterday at work. Okay. Yeah, I was, <laughs> yeah, I could not wait until I was on the the later the second part of the shift because yeah. I was away from just picking up slabs and stuff. Because I'm like picking up like ah oh oh. <laughs> I like it. my breathing was like shallower because I couldn't go in. I couldn't go deeply because oh it hurt Pull too it much. I know, right? I'm such a mess. You're not that old. <laughs> it's not like old man no. muscle ripping pain. It's just DOMS. Yeah, just that delayed onset muscle soreness <laughs> that's uh, that's kicking when in. You guys came back and you told me what you guys. I'm like, you are gonna be whining for the next few days. Yep, and here I am. <laughs> and here a few you are days whining. later, whining. So anyway, that actually ties in a little bit to a change that we're making to the podcast. So yeah. once again, we are reducing the amount of uh, episodes that we put out e- each week because we are putting too much strain on ourselves on a Sunday mm-hmm. at the moment to try and pretty much enjoy our my only day off and our only full day together mm-hmm. and put out an episode yeah. for the podcast. So what we're going to do is at this point in time, we're going to leave Wednesday, Friday, that schedule, but there's not going to be a Monday episode anymore. So, we're going to go to two episodes per week just because of the pretty much our schedule yeah. at the moment. It's it's what works for us. It works. Be- it's what works better for us. And you'll get better content from us because there'll be more happening in the week and we'll be able to kind of, yeah. It'll just be more quality, I reckon. Yeah, well, we're not diluting than- the content by posting every day yeah. or posting more often. Mm. So... Anyway, that's that's uh, ideally that that'll be the case. Ideally, the content will be better. But yeah, I mean, there's there's so numerous sort of benefits for us, and that and, that being the, and the listeners and the listeners and the viewers. So I want to oh I wanted to yeah just put that out there. So today starting obviously immediately because we didn't put an episode out on Monday because we didn't record anything on Sunday. So that's pretty much going to be the new the new norm at this point in time. Maybe in the in the future we go to like Tuesday Thursday or something. I don't know. But or at the once moment, a week. Well, and we're gonna have we a baby. Podcasting at all, we're gonna have done. a we're gonna have a baby. You're gonna be working. There's gonna be lots. Yeah, and well, the content is... might change a little bit again. Well, who knows? Who yeah. knows, right? Because things things are sort of moving again. That's part of the process. It is part of the process. <laughs> I uh, I put an advertisement out on Facebook. And I, we'll talk a bit more about it. But I put an advertisement out, and I did get a potential client that inboxed me on Messenger. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and said I'm interested. So that'll be really exciting. It is uh, really exciting. It will be. It well, is. it is. It is exciting. Sorry. Yeah. Correct. Correct. And so that's something. If I get more and more of this type of thing, it's just going to be eating into my time. So I still absolutely want to keep this going. Like I don't want to stop doing this. Like we've just bought the boom arms. We've just got it. the we second keep going, microphone. But yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the content's changing and the quality's changing. So. Well, it has to. It has to. It has to, right? Because I'm still working, working my day job, and I have to. But if I'm picking up clients, I'll have to be squishing clients into the side because. I don't want to start whittling my shifts away to make room at like to completely make room at the start for my other work, my Excel stuff, my spreadsheets because- Side hustle. For my side hustle because 
obviously while I'm building up a clientele and I'm getting that experience, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I want to dedicate myself to that. But from a financial standpoint, I don't want to shoot myself in the foot by prematurely cutting my shifts and potentially pissing off my employer and them going, well, you know, you're dicking us around like stuff you We'll cut your shifts even more and then, you know, jumping the gun and then all of a sudden I don't have enough clientele to support me financially and my shifts have been cut so I don't have enough income coming from there. So, it's like that delicate balancing act at the moment between how like when that when that point is reached where i start to then instigate uh you know dropping dropping the hours away at my work and letting this take over so that's going to be that will absolutely be a a new challenge mm. in the you know the not too distant future hopefully but at the moment it's okay because it's still only we're, we're talking si- single yeah. digits it's still early but yeah the fact that i already got a bite was really cool a really mm. cool experience so we'll talk about that uh in this episode and I also think it'd probably good to just actually talk about the sales journey, I think, to get to this point. Just quickly. Also, I with the change in the way we do the podcast and you know, all that kind of stuff, it is probably I'm hoping that it is gonna be it is gonna continue changing because that means the process is changing and the process is actually like it's not still staying the same mm. and we're not stagnant, we're not stagnating, we're actually yeah, evolving and growing in that sense. So it's a huge part of why we've actually started the podcast. And when we've gone from daily to then three times a week to now two times a week, and then it'll be once a week and it might even be once a month eventually, but it'll be, you know what I mean? But like, it could be that it'll change again for for different reasons. This might be a a precursor to something 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 else, else, right? To what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, It could be a radio show. Can you, imagine, can you imagine this developing into something? Like if we actually go somewhere with all our stuff and Amazing. this 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 becomes the 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 radio the radio show for for whatever it is that we yeah. do. Where we interview guests. Power couple. We, <laughs> where we like interview guests that are in fields of th- you know, things yeah. that interest us. And yeah, yeah, yeah it is it Isn't is fascinating. Amazing. It is a process. And it's, why can't it, is, it just keep being a podcast though? I don't really want to be on radio. No, I call it a radio show. It's not a radio oh, show. A show. Yeah. The Logan and Yuja show. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got designs for what I would like to do, especially if I get more clients and there's I want to set up a particular entity for mm-hmm. our work. So when that sort of happens, then I'm pretty keen to probably make a few adjustments as well mm-hmm. to titles, to even potentially even this podcast, right? Uh, whether or not we keep the name or we change it to something else, mm. who knows, right? It's all going to develop and expand. It's funny that came hopefully. to my mind the other day. It's like, oh, I wonder if the name's going to change mm. and it'll like when it starts to like evolve or grow into something that, yeah, more suited to what, what it becomes sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, that, absolutely. I'm really pumped for that. Yeah, I'd be I can't wait. To it, yeah. But it's, yeah, we have to continue acting and we have to continue, you know, being very diligent, right? Mm. Not letting, not, not dropping the ball. No. So, yeah, I guess with the posting this ad on Facebook, the way that came about actually was I had a, a potential client at work who I haven't heard anything from him since, but I feel like potentially this experience with him was not actually so that he'd be one of my clients, but it was so that I could create the content for an ad. That's right. Yeah. Do you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I actually might need your help. And I'm like, yeah, no worries. I'll shoot you a text. And then I crafted a text for him. And sent, sent that to him like later that night. 
and he's like he read the text uh, in, you know a few days later he's like oh, i read your text i really liked it it was really good yada yada i'll let you know when i'm free that's basically what i'm waiting on right now set it setting aside time in my in his schedule yeah. to get in touch with me then so that we could make something happen and i haven't heard anything back from him and that, that's fine that's fine that's gonna happen right time. i completely accept that yeah. but what it did do was that text then that i crafted i've pretty much taken that as it was, made a couple of minor adjustments to it, and that was my ad, and that was that. That was pretty much the sales pitch slash like brief description and that, disclaimer. And I said that like when um, you were figuring out the PDF because we've spoken about this a few episodes, and when we were working about the PDF and it was just like what do you put in it? And it was like you did this really extensive thing, and you're like, hey, we got to cut it, we got to shorten it, but it was obviously too difficult. But now when when like with this opportunity and when he was like, what do you do? And you had to just succinctly say everything you just said it and you did it in that like tiny little thing I'm like that's your pitch that's your, that's that's your advertisement and it's perfect and that's what you use now so you could either say it you can post it as a as a post like you did or you can actually video it and, and say it and, and talk it and have you know one of those yeah Cause totally because it's that because mm. here i am i'm stressing about oh you know what the, the pdf i've got to give the pdf and then what like it was yeah, it was too much and I, I was never, I wasn't inclined to do it. I was getting more frustrated. And then I'm thinking about how to deliver sort of pre-content mm. so the, the the potential client already has a good sort of idea or understanding of what it is that they're potentially in for and then they can make that informed decision. And then I was sort of thinking, well, okay, we've spoken to a financial a financial advisor and how did, how did she go about doing that sort of stuff like mm. she had she did have a pdf that, that had a, a bunch of information on the service that she provides and i still do want to do that but what she did actually in that pre-phase was have a free uh, zoom consultation or a free uh, video call conversation where mm. we actually just chatted about she asked you like well, tell me tell me about yourself tell me your story like where are you at right now and yeah like we just got to got to talking sharing a bit of our story with her she explained a little bit about you know what she does where she's where she's come from and what we can sort of expect from the service and then basically the ball was in our court then we had the information we were we were affiliated with each other us with her and her with us and it was pretty much from that point it was up to us to make that next step to go yep okay let's let's pay it pay pay for it and go for it with this service or yeah okay now we haven't we've a bit better informed let's you know let's maybe look somewhere else right but i found the call was quite effective because you were face to face with the person and you got to see who it was that was on the other side of the words on the pdf and i'm like i like that so i'm actually kind of sort of pinch that for my thing right and so what I said in the ad was, yeah, the, what the pitch was. But then message me directly on on Facebook, and we'll set up a free no no obligation Zoom consultation. So whether that go, I don't know how long it'll sort of go for. It'll go for as long as it needs to at this point. But yeah, so I'll just get in touch with the client. Twenty thirty minutes. I mean, yeah, so it doesn't need to be all that long. I don't think you need that, that much information. You, we've written down questions this morning. Yeah, so. correct. Yes, we did. So and then that way, the point of that then would be to. For, yeah, to sort of get affiliated with each other. So, I can be like, this is where I've come from. This is my my history and how my service came to be. And then I can ask a range of questions that we've we've crafted so that I can build a picture of the client and I can get to understand who the potential client is, what makes them tick and what they actually want to get out of it so that I already know what I can do for them <coughs> and I can feel confident in in working with them and, and delivering for them uh, their their goals, right? 
but what also it, you you you'll also have an idea of who your your client is and for like if they're your client or not yeah it, so that's another thing it's a really important factor because you know your service you know who it is for and who it's not for by this point you have an idea of there is there is one direction where when the client isn't ready and you know that and you can pick up on it in that conversation and that's really helpful to know so you'll know if they're suited to you or not yeah absolutely so i'm really keen so i mean some of the questions that we've put down to ask are things like what are your financial goals uh what how do you currently manage your money uh relationship with money what's your relationship with money and the reasons for asking these types of questions is just to build an idea for me going okay has this person got any structure to their money currently and if it's if they've got no structure then i've got to kind of keep in the back of my mind all right this person is not used to doing anything with their money and now they're going to be going into a service or applying themselves to this new way of approaching money that is like dedication to it and is a very act requires active participation in the financial process and so it's like okay i need to be aware of that so this person's going from nothing to a great deal of commitment and are they are they capable of that? Are they ready? Are they are they ready to make that jump? Right, because you then, can be ready. If you and then you, yeah, and then you sort of follow. Yeah, be like, what is your relationship with money? How do you view money? If it's advers- if it's an adversarial relationship, well, then you've got to take into account a sort of poor mindset when it comes to dealing with your finances and not having ever structured your money before. They're not going to go very well together. If you hate money and you've never structured money before, well, then how are you going to go making that jump to then complete active participation in your own financial reality and uh, potentially viewing money in a way that makes you feel like anything is possible? You know, it's of course it's a, you can remedy it, but it's the way to to bridge that gap. And is that a, is that can I bridge that gap for them, or do they need to bridge that gap themselves somehow in their own time? And maybe just our conversation instigates that for them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I was going to say um, I'm going to write it down, but you just said it. Um, it's that yeah. Can you actually do you have something? Bef- like if so, if they if the Excel spreadsheet isn't for them right now because that you they have to be at a certain point. In their in the, with the relationship with money and all of, and and all of that, how else would you have any other way to kind of assist them in breaking those habits or working on? And that can be your free content as well. Yeah, and that's I was just thinking that then actually while I was talking. I'm just gonna write that down. Yeah, it'd be it'd be handy too. It actually I feel like it'd be a good sales tactic as well. To be honest, it's a sales to tactic, it's a but you're co- also serving. Yeah, yeah, you're totally. You're also serving for people, and it's like, and that's what when people work on that part of um, on that area, that then builds and work, and then that's a potential client. If they love if they love what you provide in your free content, when it comes to healthier mindsets, breaking habits, really disciplining yourself, being honest and accepting where you're at with money, knowing and um, uh, acknowledging that you have a poor mindset, poor money mindset. When you acknowledge it, you're like, yeah, you know what, it, it, it does suck. And then that all of a sudden shifts into what can I do about it? And if you have content and if you have something to give them, like it could be uh, that's where you plant the seed obviously in in that conversation, that first initial conversation, um, it can also be that's what your content. They can go to that, and they can then work if they enjoy it. They um, what is it? Um, that then leads to a potential client. If that makes sense, I think I'm just repeating myself, but do you know what I mean? So yeah, yes, okay, I think so. Hang on. 
So you've got a person that's a potential client that might not have the right mindset for it and yeah. you so identify like, that is- and then you provide yeah, hang on, I'm saying it yep. back to you. Okay. So you identify that they're a potential client, but they don't quite they're not there ready they're not ready for it yet because of quite their mindset. Yet. So providing whether it's verbal in the conversation or providing something that they can just go away with and think about mm-hmm. so that they can actually then apply it. Themselves, themselves and then they can come back to me and then they're yeah. ready for a top thing. And meanwhile, they're still in contact with you because they're following you on Instagram and they're following your content and your free content that has that provides that service because that's that's stuff that, you know, that's all, all over the place of mindset. But what did you do, you know, to- and That's probably to- actually a good thing for content creation, right? So for free content, if I'm talking about mindset and the way to approach money, that might be a good thing for for Instagram or for social media posts. So I don't maybe my social media posts wouldn't actually be anything to do with money. Wouldn't be anything to do with the financial service itself. It would be the stuff that would gear you up for the financial service, mm-hmm. so that you can read. You know, have the content. You can I can share what I'm learning and and what have what has been effective for me, and then potentially people can see it and really appreciate it. But it also puts them. It's, I'm doing the best I can to put them into the pool of potential clients. That's right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. then you, you can, because that's what, I mean, that's what you do as a business. Like what can you offer on all um, uh, on all levels of affordability? So you've got your free content, then you've got your low your, your low cost, and then you've got your high um, your high end clients as well. And that's how, that's how you can kind of tailor to your clients um, in different financial situations. So it's not widening your audience. You know who your client is. But your client has also been on a journey. You've been on a journey to get to where you're at when it comes to your, with the Excel spreadsheet. Where were you in the beginning? Where did you start? That's your free context. That's where you had to start. That's where all the free stuff came. You, uh, Or even you bought you know, the Barefoot Investor. That's kind of where it began. And Or even just thinking about well, we're going to change something. And what do you do? that's that action step that you can take. And that's there's a lot of that around. But if people like you and like what you provide and you can offer that, then they can stay with you on that journey. And then you have yeah. uh, like that's how you build your community and your people. Yeah, I can absolutely see that, right? And I'm thinking about, yeah, the price points, the entry points. Price points. So as far as my face-to-face service, because I was thinking because there initially was I had split it into a basic and a premium. But to be honest, at this point, I'm just going to do away with the basic because the premium is just that much better. It's 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 just the the basic is all I would be doing is providing a cheaper alternative, not for the purpose of the client getting the most out of it, but for me making income from it. Ah, that would okay. be the only good, reason cool. I would do the basic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, good pickup though. I don't. I, it's the way I used to do it. It's the way I used to do our money, and I did it for the longest. Like I did it for pretty much you know four and a half years, mm. and then only in the last since I've really started getting into this did I develop the forecast. What's the more premium one? The premium one is the one that has that the the planning the the, uh, the letting you setting the it all out in front so of you. You get the results. You can see it, right? It's it's your own financial mapping. Mm. To me, that is something that I find so much more thrilling and enjoyable. And it's 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 all there, right? You don't have to. You're not you're not sort of hoping or like scratching around in the dark. Like with the basic, that's kind of what that would have been on a week to week basis, dealing with what you've got, and then trying to in your mind plan for the future, plan for sort of what you want. But it's really hard to do that when you can only when you're only looking at something that works on a week to week basis. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
And I'm glad you've simplified it for yourself as well. And But for the client being like, this product, it's good, but it's not great. You'd rather just focus on the great product yeah, that exactly. works and gets the results. And you know where the other ones flow. I mean, look, the, the basic thing where that was really effective for us and the reason it was so effective for us was because, especially through really difficult financial times where- either our income, we just weren't able to save at all or we didn't even have an income. It literally was week-to-week basis. We were living on a week-to-week basis. So, that was sort of effective for that. But now that I'm doing it this way, if I'm working with people that aren't necessarily in that position, then there's no point even offering that, right? So, the- well, I'll still offer a payment plan option for them. So, try and pick up and make it more accessible mm-hmm. or as accessible as I can because I don't want to shoot myself in the foot and I don't want to set the client up for failure either mm-hmm. by putting them on a play- payment plan that they can't afford. Mm-hmm. So, there's the, I do also want to quickly probably tonight as well develop uh, eligibility criteria, specific ones, mm-hmm. so that in the, in the event that a client is, is unable to pay the whole thing up front, which is totally fine, then there needs to be eligibility criteria for the payment plan. I'm not just going to offer a payment plan for everybody because I've heard too many, you know, horror stories or, you know, shit stories from those who are, you know, in their own, with their own business that they've struggled to get payments from. So, you're just chasing people up. I don't don't want to put myself in that position. And if I find that I'm having issues with numerous different clients when it comes to payment plans, I'm just going to scrap that option entirely. Yeah. But until that happens, I want to I want to offer it and yeah. I want to give the benefit of the doubt, absolutely. And just prepare for it as much as you can and that, that's all you can do really. Yeah. See how it goes, have that experience and then see if it's for you or not. Yeah. So, anyway, that's that with the basic to me would just be a money grab on my part. for the mo- um, Money grab, for yes, but also in that first initial consult and you might and they might tell you, yeah, well, I'm – you know, I'm just studying at the moment. I'm not actually earning an income at the moment, but I have all these, like, I have savings that I can live off. Is there an option that you can provide? And then you would say, this is what I use. This is how I did it. Are you interested? Yeah. So I mean, I can offer that. I've got the template know, there. Yeah. So, you'll you'll know who to provide that for. That's just, I mean, it doesn't have to be on um, on record. You can just have that so you can also help them. You can still help them in a way. And you can have that option, and it doesn't have to be the you know heaps of money for it. Well, maybe I can, yeah, maybe do it for a third of the price or something. That's and what just I'm say, yeah. This is how you do it. I'll quickly because run you through it. Because it's still helping, and it's still your service. It still it was, it was what you used for the most difficult time in your life. So it is valuable because mm. it worked. You're on the other side of it. Now that we're on the other side of it, then you extend you um expanded that and created that forecast. So. It, it's still valuable. Just find where it where it's valuable. And yeah, that's true. Who. I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater on no. that. But yeah, that's it. And I think that that's going to come from the that free consult, getting to know the client yeah, a little bit more what and what yeah. their financial situation is. So I can be like, I I just want to do the right thing by them, right? Yeah. So like I said, for me, I've when I've worked with the guys at work, I've only done the premium template with them. Mm. Because we've all we're all working and we've all got financial aspirations. We've all got things got that we want to pay income for. Coming in as well. We've got that consistent income, right? So we're all in that similar sort of situation, and it works. Mm-hmm. So it works for that. But yeah, I mean, for us, we didn't have we didn't have an income, yep. right? So I had pulled collected all of our monies, all of our monies into <laughs> one savings account, 
yeah. basically. And then if that was going to accrue interest or whatever, like that was the best chance for it. But I mean, interest rates at that point were like 0.1% or some shit. The cash rate was point point like it was like 10 basis points or something. And so, in, you know, you weren't really making any interest on it. But uh, yeah, uh, collating all of our money into one account and then from that each week, then pulling, transferring the necessary money to cover my expenses and then the necessary money to cover your expenses. And so, the week-to-week spreadsheet worked for that. You still did forecast though because you said, how long is this going to last us? And you did it in your head, obviously. You didn't yeah. have the forecast on the spreadsheet, but you did still forecast. So it's but it was it was forecasting. It was more so just saying, yeah, how, how long, long? How long or how many weeks worth of yeah. You know, expenses can we cover oh. with this amount of money? It wasn't forecasting. The forecasting that I, I do with this spreadsheet is more so things like, what are your expenses? What what do you want to pay for, right? What do you need to pay for? And so, mapping them all out so that you, you can see them in front of you and you know that, okay, this is what it's going to take for me to be able to pay all these bills when they come due. That's one thing. But then the other thing is going, okay, do you want to invest? Do you want to have money for a house? Do you want to have money for something goals? else? What are yeah. your financial goals? And then putting that there as well and then lining them all up and seeing, okay, how do I, how can I make this all work? Mm-hmm. So, that's, that's that. It's forecasting sort of what you want, your financial desires, not just forecasting how many, how many, uh, weeks worth of expenses can you pay yeah <laughs> so it is slightly different but that's for a different client so i guess as well you're gonna have to think about what client do you want to serve more so if you want that kind of client who has the goals who wants to you know has that um discipline in the money and has that good mindset or do you want to still kind of help i mean it's not going to be that common but you never know someone actually just might really want your specific help and, um, you know, that's where you'll have to choose who you say yes or no to. But, well, I, mean, yeah, I, can, to I can serve both. Again, yeah. I'll just have maybe. I'm just saying if one is just be- feels better for you, it's more rewarding and that you want to you want to put more effort and time into that, then that's where you go. And then you create, you know, like that's and then the free content kind of goes. You can, yeah, you can- I actually really like the idea of the free content being more mindset tailored. And then the finance stuff just staying for the, the paid services. But I, I can still absolutely, I think just, just talking about it now, mm-hmm. I feel comfortable with the fact that the, that basic template, having that as, as, you know, maybe a third the price of the premium or something yeah. like that. And it's pretty much, we still have an initial consult and initial setup, but that's going to be quicker. that can be the low price point. One yeah, that's well. what I'm saying. Offering, yeah. yeah. So, the low the low price point and that's that's done it's significantly less contacts from me like i'm not going to make a bunch of tutorials for it it would be i'm going to set it up with you if we do it over zoom i'll record the zoom call so you can see you have something to refer back to and then if you have you know maybe i'll give you another another three a three zoom calls or something after that yeah. for support that, yeah for support. And if you need it, then I'll record all those Zoom calls and give it to them as well. Yeah. But they can get in touch with me and they've got they've got up to three Zoom calls that they can use then to, you know, clarify. Yeah, to, navigate, sort of to navigate to navigate the spreadsheet as well. Yeah. So that way I don't have to come up with tutorials for them. Yeah. Well that's I'm not doing check ins with them. Yeah. they I've given them, you know, two two or three yeah, three Zoom calls and they can get in touch with me whenever they need with that for that. And it's a third the price of the premium service because yeah. there's significantly less involvement from me. So that's that sounds good. I think I'm happy with that. One of the things that I also found was actually quite helpful when it came to pricing was that I had an initial price. So this is for the premium service now. I had an initial price that I set for the premium in my head anyway, because obviously I haven't put it out there until 
just yesterday when I advertised. But I had I had a price in my head that I was going to sell this for. Mm. And it was pretty much right on the line of where I was comfortable. Right on the line of where I was comfortable. To the point where it was something that I almost still felt guilty. Sure. Asking that much for it, right? Yeah. So, there was a level of discomfort associated with telling a, a, a potential client that this is the price of the service. Did you feel like you had to kind of sell it more or be like this is – this is the value of it and it's and you had to kind of tell them why it was that price. Yeah, a little bit. And it was also almost from like an apologetic angle as well. Yeah, yeah going, I'm sorry, but this is how much it yeah. is. And, and I don't you know want what? to be And that. that's not like, it's not a, a you know, how they say with the, when you're uncomfortable, you know, your comfort zone. It's like, it's a comfort zone, but it's what feels good. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's still, you know, you haven't charged that much for your work before or even what you've, what you've lowered it to. In, you know, it, it's still a, a big, big number for you. And so I think- But you feel good about it, yeah? Yeah. And I think that if I was to charge that initial amount, right, that would be playing- there'd be enough, There's still enough guilt associated yep. with it or enough discomfort associated with it to the point where in all of my dealings with the client, it'd be in the back of my head. You'll right? be overextending of, yourself too. The amount of money client. that this client- Yeah, I would be because yep. I'd be like, oh, I feel like I have to give you more, Pressure. right? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that was on the edge of my comfort zone that. But what I've done is I've chopped back to to something that is, is well, I, I think it, it is slightly undervalued, but that's a good thing, right? Because it means that there's so much value that I, I know that there's so much value packed into that price. So, I'm comfortable and I'm confident now that I can say this is how much it is and I'm not, I'm not sorry for it because even this is less than what it should be. Yeah. But this, I can feel confident about it and I know that uh, once you put that finance, you know, once you put that, that price tag to the side, I'm, it's just me and the client, right? Yeah. I'm not dealing with the client thinking, yeah, God, they paid me so much for so this. Now, I have, to, I have to do more for them. Yeah. It's like, no, that's, if, that, if that's how you feel, you don't want that guilt to be part of your service or in it at all. No. So, um, yeah, that's, that's good. And then building confidence, right, over more and more clients, building experience, and making my own adaptations potentially to the spreadsheet, getting better and better and better, and then making price adjustments from there. But that's it. You can only go up from this point. That's why, like, what's your base level? What's, what are you comfortable with? I wouldn't even say it's like a comfort zone thing. I would be like, what do you feel good about? Because comfort zone is undervaluing to a, to a point where people are like, I was undervaluing because every one of my clients was like, this, this is not what your price is. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, but I still felt guilty even charging any amount of money, mm. even 50 bucks. I was, you know, and it, that wasn't right. So then that's why it didn't work for me because I had, there was so much guilt and my relationship with money and the whole work thing, everything was just, I was just trying to push everything and make everything happen. And I just wanted to do the work without the financial um, benefits. Yeah. And it's like, that is uh, a, what's it called, a mindset in itself, one of those, uh, what is it, like a martyr or um, what kind of mindset was that? Uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's unhealthy. It's like all those spiritual group, like spiritual people, like I don't need to be paid for, um, I don't need to be paid for my service. I just want to give and I want to offer. It's like you need to live, you need to eat, mm. you need to have clothes on your back. You want to, and it's such a common belief that you don't, you don't, I'm like, I'm spiritual. I'm doing the work of God, and I shouldn't. I shouldn't be getting financial rewards from this. It's like it's the dumbest thing. It's like no, God wants you to. You're valuable. God wants you to be paid. Well, for the way I work. think about that, because you get that right. You get the more spiritual element where there's it's it's the complete. Uh, what do you call it? 
it's like a rejection of anything material. Yeah. Right. So it's like I, I should not get any material rewards because I live entirely in the realm of of, of spirituality of the non-material. But the way I look at it too is I, I can sort of understand that you, you feel like you're taking advantage of people. You're like ex- you're exploiting people's vulnerabilities for your own personal gain, right? But that's that's a way you can look at it. But I think that's just it's not a good way to look healthy. at it because for, for me, right, I'm thinking about. I want to about charging people. What do I what do I want to do with that money, right? It's not just going to sit there and, and do nothing, right? I want to set up an actual model behind this. I want to develop and and build out a course. So that was actually where I was going to go with the price point too. So I want to develop and build a course, but I might need I might need more help or I might need to educate myself in sales even more. I might need to do other courses so that I can learn how to actually develop and build a course, right? Potentially, I might have to subscribe to software so that I can actually provide a, a, you know, a course that might be, it'll be significantly lower cost than any of my premium services, right? So, if I'm charging, let's just say arbitrarily, let's say I'm charging 500 for a basic, I'm charging 1500 for a premium. And if I made a course, maybe the course would be like 200 or something like that, right? And it's the course might be the, the premium spreadsheet, but you building it yourself, you doing it yourself, utilizing it yourself with literally no involvement from me. So, yeah, you're just paying essentially for the raw information mm-hmm. with nothing from me involved at all, right? So, that's even a lower price point still, but that's going to cost me money in order to get that thing up and running. Mm-hmm. And to put the time into creating it as well, right? So I need I need to charge so that I can actually develop this, so that more people can right. benefit from it, right? That's and right. it's and it makes it accessible. It makes it accessible to more and more people. And then eventually, yes, I would love to develop an app. I would love to turn this into an app, which means I'm going to have to work with an app developer, which costs. a software developer. That's going to cost, right? <laughs> time. I'm going to have to employ people in yeah. order to do the app. I'm going to have to talk to you know th- like lawyers. Are there any legal obligations that I might have? You know, how am I going to store people's data how do we go about data how am i going to protect it all that type of stuff right Mm -hmm. i need to pay for other people's services in order to maximize my ability to deliver my service right so while i'm charging it's not just you're not just putting money in my pocket so that i can just live live hedonistically and and licentiously and just go buy luxury cars and just live in a mansion and and just eat berries with with (laughs) half clad women you know waving palm fronds over me and i'm just like sitting there (laughs) with a loincloth on you know going give me your money peasant kind of you know what i mean it's not that it's not that at all it's it's I want to develop everything underneath this so that I'm more accessible and I can actually be of benefit to more and more and more people, right? Because that's what I want. I want to be. I want to serve, but in order to serve and to be able to reach more people, I do need. I need money. And if people want to buy, uh, want you one on one, that that's a higher price. And, uh, and that's yeah, that's actually we were talking about that as well. So maybe I might not even need to increase the price of the premium service, right? So that can be what it is. But then if I did like a mastermind. Where yeah, I had clients or people that aren't necessarily small pe- premium or basic service clients. Maybe people who are clients, but also others who aren't, and they maybe want to get involved and see what see what it is. Then you. and they want to work. Then we can actually create groups and do like a mastermind type thing where we share our financial experiences, what what we're going through, what we've found uh, with as you know we've used the spreadsheet and just sharing experiences and and maybe actually having clients helping clients as opposed to and me facilitating as opposed to me purely providing all the work and information so you're also learning from your clients too that'd be you learning from that group as well so there's so many different things that can we can do with this and it's really cool and it is quite intimidating 
And it all, but it's all baby steps, right? So these are all things that I'm keeping in the back of my mind, especially when it comes to that that money thing, yeah. right? Those those money blocks. It's like I'm not just doing this so that I can be greedy and so well, that, that I can, can just make money and I can I can finally live the way I want to live. It's like no, how do, how can I make create a sustainable business here? How can I create be more valuable? Yeah, how can I be more yeah. value and. How can I reach more people, yeah. right? How can I be a benefit and and spread this? And it's it's not about getting getting a shit ton of money. It's not about being really super well off or anything like that. Although that's to me, really nice. I, I want to have, <laughs> I want to empower as many people as possible. I'm an individualist. I believe that a an effective, the most effective society, the most the most well run, well standing structured society is one that's comprised of the strongest individuals. And this is a huge part of it. And I want to push back against a lot of powerful interests that would rather see you dejected and down and helpless and dependent, right? I'm like, fuck that. I want to kick back against that and say, no, let's become independent. What role can I play? Take your power back. What role yeah. can I play in people taking their power back? And this to me is the best way that I can think of going about it. How This is how I can contribute at this point. And how can I spread this to as many different people as possible? And there's plenty of different, there's, pl- there's plenty of places that I can take this. Boom, honey. So that's that's a lot of why I'm doing this too. So, but anyway, to uh, to pull all this all back, <laughs> to to pull all this back. I mean, it's good to think about uh, posting. Yeah, what what content would I want to post on social media? That's really helpful for me to think about. So now it's perhaps having a a bit of a an idea of a routine or a structure behind my posting. So what angles, whether it's videos, how often would I post? I love how you're already on this. This The structure thing. I'm like, don't structure, just post and just see because it's going to change tomorrow. It's going to change. Classic manifesting generator. Because I probably, I need to change my, so when I, after (laughs) I'm just trying to think of how to start this part. I'm I'm going to have to change my social medias. So, Instagram and Facebook are the ones I predominantly go on. I haven't even touched TikTok. I don't get anywhere near TikTok. I know most people are on there. I don't like TikTok for many different so reasons. Don't use it. So, I'm not going to use it. Yeah. Uh, but for Facebook and Instagram, I'm probably going to have to change a little bit about the aesthetic. So, look like of a display picture? Yeah. So, <laughs> after I posted the ad in the. So, okay, hang on, just quickly. Uh, I, posted the, I posted the ad in the Sunbury community, the Sunbury community group. And so there's a couple of thousand members in there because I live like basically in, in near it. Sunbury, right? So I'll keep it close to home so that I can do face to face meetups if people would rather face to face than over Zoom. You you prefer them anyway? Oh, I'm, uh, to be honest, it's neither yeah. here nor there yeah. right at this point. When we move, I'll actually rather invite people over to the house and like see clients that at their right, house yeah. so that that way I can actually screen record and I can do the recording so they can have their setup video. Yeah. I can do that over Zoom. I want to be able to do that face to face as well. Yeah. So it doesn't matter which one, right? But anyway, so I posted the ad in that group and then I, I was like, I wonder if anyone Facebook stalks me. It's going to be so bad. Like the <laughs> the profile picture, my profile picture on Facebook is me with, a, I think it's a, is it a sari? Is that what they, they are? I think you just had it. Uh, I don't. Oh, no, I don't no, think it was. It was like, is it a shawl or something? You know? Shawl, yeah. yeah. So, so one of my when you friends, went to India. yeah, one of my friends that I went to India with, she like had a, like a shawl that she was just draped it's herself with. And when I was over there, I was sort of taking the piss out of a lot of people that when they go overseas or they put themselves in a new environment, they're all they're all over social media like life's changing, live, laugh, love, you know, like 
Yeah, uh, they they have like quote inspirational quotes. It's like this is a, you're, you're you're going through a you're having a really cool experience. You're Just enjoy a great it. Time, yeah. Don't turn to social media and use it as a platform to preach your newfound wisdom. <laughs> like congratulations, you've gone and, and you're drinking a cocktail on the beach of of some. Yeah. Uh, you know, of course, it's gonna feel good. <laughs> yeah. If it, uh, anyway, so I was taking the piss out of it, especially on Instagram, is where I did did most of that type of stuff. Like I just post a really like lame ass picture of me and then like with a quote underneath it and everything and my facebook profile picture is me like standing in a certain way with the the, the shawl the just shawl. blowing in Blow. the background <laughs> it's so, so funny um what are you gonna do about it? i that? don't know i might have to change the, the i think picture. you might have to change maybe to me with like glasses on and like a excel spreadsheet in the background <laughs> I don't know. That's so funny. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure, but I might have to sort of rejig I a think, few things. Yeah, I just just change the picture. Maybe. I think my my Instagram bio still still says like I read and I write or something like that. Oh, yeah, okay. from before, like when I was doing when I was on Substack, right? Yeah. And I was actually even thinking about what to do with the Substack. Oh, uh, well, you know, that could oh, potentially yeah. become like a newsletter type thing. I, that's right. It could. Mm, yes. So all the infrastructure that we were developing. All the infrastructure that we actually were developing while we didn't have jobs, I can still potentially utilize it because it's all still there. Yeah. Um, I don't know what my part to play in all of this is, but let's um, I'm definitely going to need your help <laughs> prioritizing, organizing, and. What did we just talk about? Oh, Substack. Yeah. So the thing with all this is we can talk about this and get really excited about it, but I've also got to come back down to earth a little bit because I work six days a week. Uh, we <laughs> podcast now on. Two days a week two days a week, so two mornings a week. Sunday essentially is out because that's our day where we go and, you know, we just get to be with each other. Yep, so that's why we're doing two days a week. That's why we're back to two days a week. So I'm left with Saturday afternoon, Monday Monday morning, like Monday a.m., yeah. Wednesday a.m. and Friday a.m. So there's only sort of four time slots. But there could have been less. There, there, could, there could have been less, sure. But I'm just saying, there's so there's yeah. four time slots, right? And then I've got to- and Not everyone might actually be available because they probably have early- they work, work yeah. in the morning. I'm just saying though. Yep. So, I, and in those time slots, I'll be seeing clients and then also like coming and I'm because I'm talking about like a posting schedule or yep. posting on social media. I've got to develop sort of posts and get used to doing that because I've never done that before. Please don't create a schedule. <sighs> yeah. I'd, Please don't create not, a schedule. Okay, it's going to change the next day. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I won't. <laughs> I won't create a schedule. But just you know post. what I mean? It's about posting. Yeah. Because you're going to post that. one and be like, hmm, now I think it's going to like, yeah. Although that's probably how you learn, so probably you know what you're so gonna just, just you, leave me the fuck alone. I know you're probably gonna do it anyway. Just back off. You never listen to me anyway when it comes to that shit. So, whatever. um, okay. Substack newsletter, and then find a way to protect your spreadsheet. That's what I've got before. That, that was something I actually wanted to talk to. So the financial advisor we were talking to, she was a lawyer. Yeah. And so that's actually how she got into a lot of what she does. Yep. I say financial advisor because it's just easy. Everyone sort of roughly knows what that is, but it's a bit more than that. It's very, it's different. Hers is very um, niched. She's, it's very she's niche. niche. It's very esoteric. As- so yes, yeah, yeah. And I don't mean esoteric in a spiritual sense. No. I just mean it's it's very specific it's information. It's to, yeah. She's niched. Uh, and so she was a lawyer beforehand. So. I've got to, I still would like to potentially get a lawyer to draft up a a document like a contract or something like that when it comes to my service because I've got no way of legally protecting my spreadsheet Mm -hmm. at this point. And it's, you can lock cells, you can do things on Excel to lock to lock cells so that people can't alter I them. Pressed, I just wrote lock. Oh. <laughs> How to lock this but it doesn't. The reason that doesn't work is because the whole point of this, of my service, is to financially empower you. And that means that 
when you get used to using the spreadsheet, you get more comfortable as the client with using the spreadsheet, the principles, the what is actually going into it and why you're doing what you're doing when it comes to handling your money, then you can start to make adaptations that are more personal to you if you think it's necessary. If it works better for you, that's I want to get you to that point of knowing what works for you financially, right? And if that is my spreadsheet, then fantastic. But if there's some adaptations you'd like to make that you think are better, you're better suited to, then great. I want you to do that because mm-hmm. it's your money. It's not my money. So, I want you to be in that position. So, you still... they your clients still need to have access to what the information is, to the cells, to the data so that they can make changes where it's necessary because that's the point of it. If the point was just for me to uh, make a spreadsheet that'll help you budget your money, then different story. But that my point is to financially empower you. So, it's different. Yeah. So, you need, for me, you need to have access to what the, to the spreadsheet, yeah. all of it so that you can adjust any part of it that you need to adjust, right? Mm-hmm. So, that being the case, I can't lock anything in it, right? So, I'm just giving you essentially the raw template. But so, there's nothing protecting at this point in time. There's nothing that protects me from someone taking that template and giving it to someone else. Because that's, you know, I don't want to put plant it and put that, put it all out there or anything like that. But of course, it's a possibility and that's a risk that I'm currently taking. But I need to, I would absolutely like to talk to a, a lawyer or talk to someone so that we can draft up a contract that I would sign with the client at the start yeah, before we do anything. Totally. Basically saying that if I find out that this has happened or whatever, I, I have recourse yeah. to, I, I don't know, whether it is some kind of compensation or something, I'm not sure, mm-hmm. right? Because who knows well, how just far so they go. know because they'll be like, oh, we just co- just send it to me. And they might think it's innocent because yeah. they're just like, oh, I was just showing him. It's like you literally handed yeah, you're the service to because it's and, and it doesn't like, matter if they understand it or not, they've got it. So there's if a it's, difference yeah. between because obviously a, a big part of any any sales any any service is word of mouth when mm. it comes to advertising. That word of mouth is crucial. You want to have a good reputation. You want people to talk about you, obviously. Yeah. And so there's a difference between saying, "Hey, have like have this is sort of how I go about," and you're like showing them on your oh, phone or on the computer yeah. and saying, "This is what it sort of looks like. It's really great." Blah blah blah. There's a difference between that and saying, "Yeah, this is yeah. this is what it's up for me here. I'll send I'll you the send template." You, yeah, because that still could be innocent enough, but you have to tell them that, yeah, not to actually send anyone that copy and that kind of thing. So having that yeah. in the black and white. Because because I'd encourage people to clients to yeah, you can show people. Mm. So this is what it looks like yeah. to you know put their friends and family use, or whatever. Yeah. Right. This is what I use. This is how. Yeah. yeah contact, don't go into too much. Him. Yeah. Don't go into too much detail about how it comes together, but use it for sort of word of mouth purposes. Yeah. And I know that's sort of vague, but I feel like- No, but people, that, but people naturally do that because if it, the conversation comes up and they start talking about money and they're like, oh, you know, I'm just, I don't know how to, like I just feel like they just start all of a sudden having this conversation. They're like, well, actually, I, I've i just gotten um, in touch with Logan and he, you know, then they start talking about it. This is what I use. Are you interested? I'll, I'll, get, I'll get you- um, He's give you his details and I'll introduce you guys or whatever, and then you got another client. Yeah. So it can that's word of mouth. People want to do that because they want to help each other as yeah, well. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'm saying that there's a difference between that and actually giving someone the product of the service without yeah. actually you know them paying for it. So anyway, that's just something that yeah I'm mindful of, and I have to address soon. Yeah. And so that that's again that's going to cost me money. Yes. So. Yeah, there's a lot There's a lot that I want to do with this and there's a lot of places I can take it and I'm really excited for that. Um, I'm not getting ahead of myself no. putting the cart before the horse. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just, just taking it one step at a time. 
I've got a potential client. I'm setting up a consultation, a free consultation with them tomorrow. That'll be really cool. I haven't met them before, new person. Aww. I threw an ad out there, got a bite, and I'm really keen to to potentially take it further Amazing. and actually be working with someone. It's not even about the money. It's about working with someone that I don't know. I don't know their situation. Let's see what we can develop together. I'm really, really excited for that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well done. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. There's a lot of things that I, even from this conversation to think about, I think you wrote down a bunch of stuff. So. Content, eligibility criteria, find a way to protect your spreadsheet, Substack newsletter. Great. Great. So, yeah, I mean, I, we'll just have to just, right, keep going. Just, just keep going. Keep yeah. going. The keep thing, building. it's like, you know, just, yeah, that um, I was talking to my sister on the weekend and she's like, you know, that, that grind. She's like, I'm so sick of it, that daily grind, that just go, 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 go. And I'm like, oh, you finally, <laughs> you finally figured it out. I'm like, because it never really worked for me. But it works in the beginning phase, right, when you're actually trying to do something. But once you find that when you kind of break through and you break that habit and you get into that new um, way of living, that new lifestyle, then you actually you don't need to grind anymore so much because you're not pushing to change something. You're actually now flowing. Mm. You start to flow and you start to want to, to do these different things instead of being like oh, getting that natural, like, oh, my God, I'm afraid, I'm afraid and I haven't done it before and you're not in that anymore. Like when, once you've done that grind and, you know, that – in the morning, wake up at 5 a.m. and go and get ready and suck yourself up and prepare for the day. And that intensity does lower as you keep, I mean, when you keep doing it. There's a period of time where you, there, you do need to do that. I did that and I broke through something and then it started to be like, okay, what do I want? And then things soften and then you start to flow down down the stream and you, actually, and you see things differently. You're seeing things a little bit um, clearer and you slow it down a little bit and you're like, what do I need to do next? Do I want to stop here? Do I, and it, that's that easy. It's, it was just really funny because she was all about like Tony Robbins going, yeah, yeah, and everything. And then I'm like, oh, she slowed down. I'm like, epic. This is amazing. I can get on board. <laughs> but she helped me a lot. And she pushed me as well with with that stuff, that daily grind, like making things happen and pushing and pushing and can't always good push them. You just you will tire everything out. Yeah, I think obviously there's an inertia that you have to overcome, and like initially, initially. obviously inertia initially. being objects that are in a state of motion will resist changes in that state of motion unless acted upon by an external force, something like that. But when you're used to, you have certain habits, or you're used to being a certain way, you're going to, you're still going to be carried. You're, you're still yeah. moving in that direction because that's just the inertia. That was the direction you're moving in before. Yeah. You're going to be very resistant to any changes in that motion. So you have to push. You have to grind yeah. a little bit. Especially you have to you try and force it. yourself. Create yeah. that external force that's going to knock you in a different direction, and then your inertia can carry you in a more sustainable, yeah. more productive direction. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it is. That it is territory. really difficult. Yeah. It is difficult at the start. I know it. I'm doing it right now. Yeah. Right. My inertia was carrying me into a very different place. I have to force myself. It was so scary sitting down there and putting that post. I all the, I got a bunch of testimonials from the guys that I've worked with and I made them nice on Canva and I posted them alongside my ad just to support it, right? Yeah. That was terrifying posting that ad. It's like this is potentially the start, like the, the, the first step towards building the, you know, I, I mean, I've, I've worked with clients and stuff before. I was going to say it's, it's not the first step, but it feels like the first step because it's, it's, it's just the been, next step. As, as far as the sales, going. I've been learning the sales pitch. I've been learning all that stuff with the clients. So, it's felt to me like that's almost been my education 
like I've Practice. been learning and practicing and now I'm like putting myself out there using everything I've learned and then putting myself out there with that new information and, and in a, into a broader, much broader environment. Because remember how scared you were even in the beginning pitching to those yeah. three guys yeah. and there was probably that same feeling. It's probably. just breaking through. You're just breaking through. And that that's different to the, the grind, like getting up and making it like that's, you know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah. Breaking through those, you want to, you see the goal. So you've you've passed the grind point anyway. It was even before this, before that. It was the last three years or four years that we've worked. We've worked on ourselves that you've put into yourself and being like, how do I want to be? Who am I? Those kind of questions. That's that total lifestyle change. The whole mindset shift of what what do I want in my life? That's what it is. And it's like okay, now that this is the direction I want to go in. This is the business that you want to you want to do this is how you want to serve this is how you can see all that so you know the direction because you've now you're ready for it remember we were, it was it two years ago when we were at Bacchus and you were going to do this yeah you were going to do this spreadsheet you're going to offer it to people and you weren't ready for it because no. you was you weren't you know you didn't you weren't ready and no, that's okay ready, yeah. nah but now you're ready because you've put the work in to like working on yourself to strengthen yourself to understand why you want it how useful it is and because you were still you there was still so much you need I, I needed to learn about the spreadsheet because otherwise you wouldn't have had the forecast no yeah I wouldn't so have. allowing yourself to actually just being like okay no it's too too much i'm just going to keep you know i don't I just fizzled out but it didn't fizzle out you just that you had to keep going there were things you still had to learn there were things that you had to experience and this is on like everyone's like in everyone's life when you go through stuff when you keep going like i've had to let go of a lot of stuff so that's been hard for me but then things have now slowly just kind of come to the, to the forefront a bit, a bit of clarity and i'm like i'm so grateful that i waited and was patient and trusted that it is gonna it is gonna it's everything's gonna fall into place this is just where i need to be i'm just flowing because i know i know where i want to be but there was a little time there where i didn't and it was terrifying but that's okay. Like you kind of have to allow yourself to keep flowing. But I'm, it's not like I was sitting back and doing nothing. It was really difficult for me to actually just sit there because there was so much resistance. I'm like, I just want to do something. I just want to get shit done. I want to, you know, um, do the course. I want to do like, I just want to just want to work and do it, do it, do it and force it. But that's, that's not how I want to live. So I had to practice like living the way I want to live right now in this moment so that I can see clear, clearer my future and my goals so that's more like that's what I want now I can see it a little bit clearer like that's the area I want to kind of go into I want to go in this direction and that's what happens when you kind of sit back and you give yourself a bit of time to stay in the experience a little bit stay in that real uncomfortable pit (laughs) whatever it sometimes feels like and you've done that and that's why you're ready now and it's now you can see the direction because you've done all that you've done the grind you've done that difficult work and you can see and it just naturally has now happened why because you're ready mm. and you want to do it and you want to serve and you know why you want to do it and it's just gonna it's gonna keep going yeah 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 no there's not much more i can add to that i don't think but I think, yeah you're absolutely right you're absolutely right God, I just I keep thinking back on the experience that we've had and where we've come from. Right, I'm not jumping the gun and being like, "Oh my God, like I'm already a success." Like it's not that at all. Yeah. But it's just just Reflection. taking stock every now and then and reflecting, yeah. going, "This is look at where we came from." Yeah, it's anyway, important to do that. It's uh, new, 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 new steps, I guess. Yeah. New direction, and obviously we'll continue to update and talk about it on the podcast mm-hmm. as things come up. 
So, as I said, just to reiterate at the start of the episode, we're going to go down to two days a week. We're going to be posting an episode on uh, Wednesdays and Fridays Mm -hmm. just because we need that Sunday to ourselves so that we can just enjoy each other's company. Yeah. So, that's going to be the new schedule for this point in time for, for for the next however long. Yeah. Okay, so just throwing that up and out there. We'll until leave. The, oh, sorry. No, until the next part of the process. Till the next, yeah, till the <laughs> next thing. But we'll we'll leave off the episode there. If you enjoyed the conversation, please consider liking and subscribing and sharing it around with friends and family if uh, you think that they might get any benefit from this too, or if they might be interested in our unfolding process and there might be something there for them to, I don't know, resonate with or yeah. whatever. That would be very helpful to us. We'd be really, really appreciative if you did any one or all of those three things. (laughs) If you want to get in touch with us and continue the conversation or contribute your two cents in any way, shape or form, or if you want to get in touch to potentially book a free zero obligation Zoom conversation to see what my service can deliver for you. You can you can email at itppc at protonmail.com or you can get in touch with me on Instagram at logan.d.gray. Uh, user's Instagram is user.gray. So it's in the show notes. If you want to get in touch. They're all in the show notes. So, scroll <laughs> down and check those out and get in touch if you would like. I love you. I love you. Let's have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>